Welcome! Welcome to Go Cup with Korea and Renee. Where Southern Charm meets out there. Baby. Baby. We are sisters. We are New Orleans girls. We from Net Uptown. We, we about, about to touch down. <laughs> Your ears are in for such a treat. So grab a Go Cup and you can get ready for Boo Coolips. Hey guys, welcome to Go Cup. It's your favorite New Orleans sisters, Renee and... Maria, I thought you were going to say it's your favorite New Orleans girl, and you were just going to run with that. I am. Hey y'all, welcome to Go (laughs) Cup. It's your favorite New Orleans girl, Renee. (laughs) And Korea, and we are here with a whole new episode of Go Cup, and um... Korea's going to give y'all the show rundown, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about us. We are sisters. We are 10 years apart. We are from New Orleans. We like to talk to each other. And now we're sharing our conversations <laughs> with the world. That's important because we don't really like to talk to other people too much. Right. And so this why, this is why, you know, we um, started this podcast because we do have friends and we do have people out there and we do love to, you know, we have serious opinions about things and we like to share or whatever. But, you know, we get a little quiet in public sometimes. But so awkward, I think is the better. That is the best. That is the better word. But we like to talk about New Orleans stuff and we like to talk about world issues. And um, so that's what you will find on our podcast episodes. And today in particular, what are we talking about, Korea? Um, we're going to catch up, um, give a little bit about like what's been happening with us. And then we're going to cover a few things. Um, the New Orleans boycott of the Super Bowl. Um, black women and how they tend to co-sign abuse of each other Um, dating and the most anticipated why we are still single the question of Korea why are you still single girl you so fine why you ain't got no man? I wish you guys could see me rolling my eyes. Oh, I forgot. Just, just, with, the just with the pretend. Like, like. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna get into our uh, show. So we're gonna get into our show. We're gonna get into our show. What, um, are we, what are we starting with? Well, we're gonna start with a few people have asked um, what like why we decided to call the show Go Cup. So a Go Cup is basically like when you leave a bar. Um, or if it's like closing time, like, hey, you're heading out, or it's closing time, you want your drink in a go cup? And most people across the country would call that a to-go cup, first of all. Second of all, we that's really unique to New Orleans because you can bring your drinks onto the street. <laughs> and drink them. And drink them. Um, and it's like, one of the things people love the most about New Orleans is just nobody takes it too seriously nobody takes the city seriously themselves too seriously and so i think that it just really like it's such a unique thing that people love about new orleans that is just a direct reflection of the people that that's why we decided to call this podcast go cup would you agree i agree it's and and you know it symbolizes freedom it symbolizes fun and you know we like to have a little cups to sip on too so that's good. That too. Yeah. That's, <laughs> don't forget that part. <laughs> okay. So there you go. So, um, Renee, what's been up with you? Okay. Hey, baby. Um, y'all, some of y'all, lots of y'all already know, Korea and I lived together for the past five years. And over the last couple of months, we've been moving into two different houses. And so this past weekend, we did the last of the move um with my stuff and into my new house and so that's what I've been like swamped with and um nobody likes moving but I really especially dread moving because we've we've moved so much over the past few years that it's just annoying at this point it is and I was I was cool like I was going to go live on the Claiborne bridge the overpass I was going to be straight like I I was good but but you know, apparently other people want to have a place to live, like my daughter. 
Wow. <laughs> she she really wanted a room in a bed, so <laughs> Wow. Wow. Um so originally, yeah, we were like just trying to figure out how we we our lives are so intertwined that it's hard to get separated. <laughs> like we legit had to have like negotiations for who was going to take what and I just want y'all to know Korea tried to take everything. As a matter of fact Oh my god. She got all the good stuff. Bring the first of all bring the lie detector test. There is like everybody knows you got all of the who good stuff. Everybody knows. Everybody. Oh my god. No, no. That's not true. That is not true. You were just like you really were acting like a scorned man who was being petty <laughs> in the court. Like, you were trying to take things that you don't even want. You were like, I want all the liquor at the liquor cabinet. I'm like, you don't even fucking drink. I do drink. You drink like a baby. And I actually <laughs> drink like an adult. So, the point of that, like, you would have one drink. One drink would take you three days to, to drink it. And those three days would be spread across a month. And then, like... So it just didn't make sense for you to get the alcohol. Those are the kind of petty things Renee was doing during our, our separation. But yeah, but then she wanted to say... So she, she wants the alcohol so she can entertain people, even though she don't like to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then she has an argument like that for everything. Like, you don't eat a lot, so I'm going to just take all the food and all the spices and the pots and the pans and that, the plates. Oh my God, you're about to make me curse so much on the podcast. <laughs> That's such a lie because I literally packed the whole spice cabinet for you. <laughs> And the dishes. Yep. I have three dishes at my house and two pots. <laughs> oh my god, the lies you tell. I want to see the evidence where your receipts at, Karina. I, I shall post pictures later. Where your receipts oh at. Oh my god, this, you, that's, that is such the unnecessary lie. That's like, <laughs> that's like, remember that guy you dated who lied about his dog? <gasps> the, the, in the, the meantime, it was like another person's dog. It was his woman's dog. <laughs> Like, why you have to lie? You don't even have to bring up the dog. The dog can never exist. But he did bring up the dog. And I'm going to put... The dog's name was Juju. And I just got to say that. Because <laughs> I don't like to put people or their pets on blast. But you a big-ass grown man. Of course you don't have a dog named Juju. He, like, told so many lies about the dog. So, anyway, that's exactly <laughs> what you're doing right now. It's the most unnecessary lie. It's like you're trying to paint me to be evil when it is it is not even the case. Just call me Juju. Juju is not... Juju. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. yeah t- listen, it's been really stressful. So stressful at the move that Korea almost... Um, Okay, we were picking up moving supplies in a van from the U-Haul, which is on Tulane and Broad, and everybody knows that is across the street from the jail, and Korea tried to go to jail for killing a white lady in the U-Haul. Your exaggerations are (laughs) just so unnecessary, number one. And, okay, I did not try to kill the lady. I did not try to kill her. She said you tried and to kill her with your brazen words. <laughs> I shall tell my own story. Thank you. What happened was, there, Renee was checking out, and I was standing behind her, like a few feet behind her. And there was this white lady who came in, and she started asking questions to the one girl who was like, a young black girl who was working at the U-Haul place. So the lady says, do you guys have this? Do you guys have that? She keeps interrupting. And so finally, after she asked like 10 questions, then she says, are you the only person working here? And I said to her, you know, I understand that you really want to check out, like you, you would like to get what you need and get out of here, but it would happen so much faster if you would let her work with the customer that she has. And then if she gives her all of her attention, you will get there faster. And she got livid, like livid. She was like, well, you're rude. I was like, how am I the rude one when you are interrupting two people right now? She said to the lady, Korea said to the lady, how am I the rude one when obviously you're the one who feels entitled to the only person's working attention, person who is working's attention while she is helping someone else? And when Korea said entitled, 
that white lady turned red. <laughs> and she called me outspoken as if that's an insult. She's <laughs> like, and you're out, you're very outspoken, aren't you? Like, it was like a scene from The Color Purple. Like, it was bad. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I have And to then, just like, and then, just like <laughs> Sophia, Korea's head went into a, <laughs> went into a slow fist. And that Miss Millie lady was about to hit the ground in the U Haul. She did not. <laughs> was like i think it's ridiculous that you you have the audacity to get offended when you're the rude one and she, and really she kept yelling 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 and like saying all these things and i'm like it, it it just baffles me that you can throw out all of these insults just because like these are the appropriate insults to apply to black people when i've been none of those things like you're loud she you're thinks, rude you're right. this and this like, and she that thinks that and that. i was talking to her just like this right and I just wanted to be like, you old ugly Miss Millie looking. But I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. She wouldn't know who Miss Millie was anyway. <laughs> she was just. And it's like. You she mad. did look like Miss Millie though, huh? I, I don't know. She just was mad that she had to go buy her own stuff. And she, I don't I don't know what her problem was. But like, it was just annoying me. So I had to say something. But more, more than anything, I said something because the girl behind the counter like that was working there was a younger black girl and I just felt like she's at work she can't say anything and she might not even you know she was like 19 so like she might not even have the exact words to say but she's really bothered by what this is and I'm an older black woman older than her so I'm going to say everything that she she should and was to say to this lady so if you find yourself in the position and you are serving someone and there is someone else who comes in who is very rude and they feel like it, they are entitled to your attention although you are already doing your job by helping someone else here is what you can say you can say i'm sorry man can, can you let me speak to this woman for mo one moment to the person you're helping then you turn to the other person and you say yes i would love to help you and i will as soon as I finish helping this lovely lady in front of me. And then you ignore them. Mm-hmm. Because that because then the other person feels like they're like really you're gonna keep answering their questions when I'm standing right in front of you. Anyway, that's enough of that light lady. I wasn't trying to go to jail. It wasn't that serious. Tulane and broad. But uh -huh. that was good because you know we was right next to the Bells Bondsman. Oh my god. It I was gonna get you right out, Korea. Oh my god. I was gonna drive that you are van. <laughs> Do the jail and bust you out. First of all, the stress of the move had nothing to do with that. Like it was just that's just who I am. I had to say something, so I did. That is who she is. That is who and basically everybody in my family is. Ooh, she that lady. She just don't know she got lucky that day. But I will. I will say the stress of the move had me going off on the people at the sanitation place. Oh. Sewage and water board. Yeah, okay. Sewage and water board is just raggedy, raggedy. And, like, so I have been waiting. I, I don't want to tell y'all how long I've been waiting for a trash can. And I felt really guilty about putting my trash on the curb. And so I kept calling, asking for a trash can, and they kept not giving me one. So finally I call and started going off on people. And I'm like, how long? And they're like, ma'am, the, he just getting going down the list. Ma'am, he just, I'm like, okay, listen, first of all, I know they probably thought I was a white lady living in the seven ward. They probably thought um, that I just was trying to get a trash can for my Airbnb and they just didn't care or whatever. Oh, for your recycle recyclables i don't know but anyways <laughs> i i had to just really be like how long do you think is an appropriate amount of time for a person to wait without a trash can when they got a little child up in here i got four little children running around up in here two of them got diapers they got diapers all up and down the street <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say all that but i just i was just going off on people they kept transferring me oh ma'am oh that is oh i wouldn't have waited that long for a trash can well give me a goddamn trash can <laughs> I won't even go to I could talk to it for the about it for the next 45 minutes how do you get transferred from sewage and water board like who who do they send you and you have else? to you have to call like the 311 number and then they transfer you to another person to another person like well let me transfer you to the person that's over there and whatever like nobody wants to actually do anything they just keep transferring you and finally the last man was like well ma'am if you stop saying stuff to me then maybe I could finalize your orders for your trash can I'm like yeah that's what the last person said and I still ain't got no damn trash can <laughs> I'm so mad.
<laughs> I was so mad because the smell of trash will just make me angry. I, you know, I just want to be like, you know, what's your name, sir? What was his name? I don't know. Say his name was James. Excuse me, James. Um, you got a number that I could call you back at in case this trash can don't come today. <laughs> I started saying stuff like, you know, when my dad used to work for the city, he was like, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to hear my story. I just wanted the trash can, y'all. Okay, about you or your little funky daddy. <laughs> I'm just trying to go on lunch break. And then I saw when the trash can got delivered, it was like in the back of like an old gold SUV. So like somebody. Like a person, like a real just regular person put it in the back of their truck. So they was like, if you don't go bring this lady her trash can right now. No, I think that's the regular person who delivers the trash cans. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) I need to know. I need answers. Sulean waterboard. I need answers. Between him and my landlord with the burner phone, I'm just I'm not sure how long. Wait, hold last. up. Hold I'm up. not sure how long I'm gonna last. No. Uh, uh, rewind. Burner phone? Yeah, he told me his phone don't get text messages, so I can't text him. <laughs> <laughs> and what you say, Korea? I I just so when he calls me if I can answer I can if I can I can't like sir this is 2019 like people need to send text messages I don't have time for this I don't even like leaving voicemails no more nobody listens no they don't everybody's voicemail is full mine is I know it is I ain't checked my voicemail since 1989 (laughs) they ain't checked my voicemail since 1989 alright what's next oh my god okay so that's pretty much it Um, we are that's what's been happening in our lives oh we should try we we should do live um, calls on Instagram. Would y'all want to hear that? Put it in the comments. No. If y'all want. There's no comments for, for a podcast. Yes, there are. Where? When we post it on Instagram. But you acting like the people <laughs> about to try. Like they about to call into the podcast. <laughs> we got that too. Okay, no. But you got to leave a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. No. Okay, we are moving into the hot topics. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about um, the New Orleans boycott of the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to talk about... Did I already say this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Wait. let's... No, I don't need to say it again. Let's, All right. Let's, let's just dive into it. So on Sunday, when everybody else in the country was not watching the Super Bowl either, <laughs> New Orleans had a uh, um, second line. New Orleans had a Mardi Gras, like it was mini Mardi Gras. There were second lines and parties and concerts everywhere. For real, like the whole city was outside. Wasn't nobody inside watching the Super Bowl? It was yeah. great. It was it was really nice. Except we were moving, <laughs> we were moving our stuff that day. But so like my um, postpartum doula client told me that she was like on a, going with her baby for a walk and that she saw at one of the bars on magazine street they were playing the super bowl that the saints were in (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was hilarious i'm like you just gotta love the pettiness of new orleans and the next day there's the newspaper that said super bowl what super bowl and then it was a blank page blank you gotta love it yeah that's real it is real because first of all like I, it, it's kind of like annoying to just be in this place where you feel like no matter how hard your team plays or no matter like what happens at the end of the day it's very political like the NFL and the Super Bowl like all those things are so political and then when you see everything that happened with the Kaepernick uh, murals in Atlanta it kind of like really solidifies that okay I don't know if everybody knows about this so I'm gonna just throw that out throw this out there there were um oh I wish I knew the name of the artist but I don't um but we're gonna look it up I'm gonna let y'all know later um and murals of Kaepernick across town by this one artist and they tore they've been taking them down but the Friday before Super Bowl they tore down a building that had a Kaepernick mural on the side of it and you know what? That's typical. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, Ma- the MAGA country people don't want to see that. I don't even know. Do you know every time somebody says MAGA, I have to like really focus in my brain and go in and be like, MAGA. Oh, yeah. That stands for Make America Great Again. <laughs> you have done that 
approximately 12 times on this episode. What? We don't need sound effects. We never need sound effects. Well, if I don't give the sound effects, you're going to buy some sound effects. When you buy sound effects, I will stop my own sound effects. I doubt it. Oh, stop. No, stop. That I'm just saying. my ears. I'm just saying. Don't listen to that part of the uh, podcast. <laughs> flag it so you can fast forward. <laughs> I can't flag it. Okay. Um... So, yeah, that's all we have to say about those petty people in Atlanta. But New Orleans t- uh, takes the cake of petty. Just, we, I mean, we can always outdo your petty. Yep. We gonna win. Because their stuff is just hatred. Ours is just... It's natural. Shade. It's just shade. Yeah. Just a little shade. It doesn't... We don't mean any harm. Um, okay, so... This past week... Um, I've, I've shared a little bit about how I contribute. I'm a contributor for oh god, a contributor um, for a blog site called This Mama Wines, and um, I wrote a post that got published this past week about um, the surviving R. Kelly documentary and just like my experience basically growing up with R. Kelly. Um, it was a timeline, yeah, like of my life and how like. When I was younger, I didn't see it to be a problem. And it, as I got older, I started to realize just how problematic the whole situation has been. Um, and so it got published last week. And it has gotten so many comments from people saying basically they are against muting R. Kelly and for like... No, they were straight up. So like and they were straight up posting like, turn it up. Uh, yeah, you know, play like, it louder. I'm jamming it every day. And right. I, I can't wait for the new CD to drop. And, you know, I'm trying to go to the next concert. And right. he's but, still my man. And Right. So, coming off of that last comment you said, the thing that was most disturbing for me was that it was almost all black women. Like, almost all of the supporters for him were black women who were like, there's no proof. He didn't get found guilty. I didn't see it with my own eyes, so I don't yeah, believe it. He's already tried, been tried and not and found not guilty for that. So how you just going to keep bringing up old stuff? And it's like, ma'am, it's not old stuff. It's current. And they're like, the women, like, no, ma'am, there are still girls. Like, it was just so many things and just, like, rebuttals and... I, I just, I felt crazy reading the comments. You're because, not crazy. They are crazy. <laughs> they are crazy. Um, and I just find it so interesting how competitive black women are with each other in the sense of, like, not supporting each other. All right, because- let's, let, let's break this down a little bit. First of all, we just need to talk about the people that we know, the people who look like us, which are the black women. Okay, so for everybody out there who about to get mad about what we about to say, we black too, so we get to say it, number one. Number two, I can't stand, let's just talk about this part. The culture that we have amongst ourselves, especially black women, that won't call out other black women unless, unless, unless we're putting them down or to call them a hoe. Or talking about their edges. Right. Or something insignificant or dumb. Right. Like, what is that? Um, I don't know. It, it, it's, um, it's, I, I don't have any words for it. It's just, it's disturbing that no matter what, like, whether he was found guilty or not, these are black girls who are sharing their voice. Like, now maybe they're women, but they were once black girls. And it doesn't matter. They're still black women. And they're sharing their voice. And they're being brave and saying all of these things. And the one and we are attacking them because... Not we. Other black women are attacking them because they're like, oh, well, they're changing their stories. They this and that. And it's not just about R. Kelly, it's a it's a cultural problem. Yes. Um, where we tend to um, just sort of blame each other. Like, oh, that sounds like that bitch is just bitter because they broke up and blah, 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 blah. It's so easy for a man to control another woman by 
telling him experiences that he's had with the woman that came before him, right? So, like, it's so easy to buy, and I've been guilty of this, too, to buy into the, like, to believe what a man says. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, my baby mama is just crazy. She keeping my kids from me, da-da-da. Like, it's the never-ending story. But the problem with of, of that is, the problem with the whole, you're just going to be spoon-fed these ideas and believe them, it's not that you, people believe them. It's not that we as women believe them. It's that we don't question anything if it comes from someone or some or a situation that is going to benefit us. Okay? So, like, we want to be with this man. So, we don't care what he says to us because we want to be with him. So, and the biggest is slim. Right. And you're just willing to take what you're given. And and I understand it, though. I, I, in one sense, I understand it because, you know, it's hard to be a black woman. It's very hard. It's like you automatically are born into this life of hardship, no matter how rich, how educated, or whatever. Like, what your parents give to you, you're automatically given this hardship of being a black woman. So, like, I understand the struggle, right? Like, I understand it. But I will never say, because this is hard for me, I'm just going to get it how I live and just, in turn, hurt, let other people become hurt. But I think that but I think that black women do that and because, because they themselves were hurt, right? Because, for instance... So many women on your post, on on the post about your article, said, um, "Well, what makes them special? Uh, so, so they got uh, molested by R. Kelly. So everybody's supposed to stop what they're doing." And and, and 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 the subtext to that, I'm sorry. The thing that I hear when when I read that, what I feel in my heart is that something happened to them. And nobody stopped and protected them. Nobody said, you know what? That's unacceptable. I'm going to make it right. You are important. That shouldn't have happened to you. That and but you know, that's not that's not the message that I get. Like so like when I'm reading those comments and, and people are saying stuff like, um, those girls chose to be there and now they mad because they didn't get what they want, they didn't get the fame, they didn't get the, you know, whatever, whatever. And it's like it's almost like they're upset that they didn't get the opportunity, you know, it's to, they, get, to get abused, to, to get, get raped, abused. to get molested. Right. They, they, they're like those women got the opportunity to see things, get a better life, be with this man that everybody wanted, um, and and now they're upset that it didn't work out the way that they wanted to, um, because the like bitter black woman is such a like serious important thing in our society, right? It's like automatically you're assumed to be the scorned bitter black woman that comes with all this baggage and whatever whatever right so it's like they they're up they're saying well you know it happens to all of us get over it you know like everybody gets with a man who ends up messing over him and don't want them in the end you can't turn around and then bash the man for it and it's like you guys are completely missing the point but you know, it is about what they want and really seeing themselves in the situation. And I don't understand. It does seem like they want to get abused, which eh, I, don't, I don't know how that works. Um, what do you mean? But it's just like they are... So many women on that um, documentary said, like, when I got in the position to be alone with R. Kelly and he was saying telling me to do things I didn't know how to say no because this is R. Kelly he chose me and at first I was thinking okay well this is what R. Kelly wants from me but then once I started to realize there's a thousand me's there's other young girls like me there's even younger girls like me then I start to realize oh wait this is not I'm not a special person amongst this this is a problem you know so they were willing to do whatever it was that he wanted them to do I'm not saying all of them but the mm -hmm. women that were talking because they felt like they were special yeah yeah but once they you know once they realized that they were not the special one then it started to open their eyes like oh wait this might not be what I thought it was. You know? and, and so, you know, and I know that it's girls, but this goes, this, uh, for me, it's it's a problem that goes back to 
girls not being able to develop their own identities, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're taught the way that we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to like and what we're supposed to want. And we don't get to decide who we are as individuals. And so we just want to, you know, be special. Yeah. Because we don't feel special within ourselves. Yeah. And um, what's not very popular amongst our culture is to be chosen by a man, unfortunately. Um, Like, to see relationships, to see, like, you know, so a black woman who can keep a man is like an anomaly. The whole phrase, black woman who can keep a man. But but you see, but you see, it's Uh like a... It's like this thing is like how how well are you at keeping a man? Like how good are you at that? I, I apparently I suck. I am terrible. <laughs> I got ten if Fs. It, if, it, if it falls on if, if that is my responsibility, it falls on me. I've been doing a terrible job. I got ten Fs in keeping a man. Yeah, basically. Um, I don't. I, I, I have not mastered that. <laughs> but it, it's this thing, right? It gives us value. Um, so even though you know you you might be placed in a bad situation, it's still like, well, at least you got a man. He might be beating you, might be abusing you, but he might be 40 and you're 15, but at least you got a man. Other women out here want a man and can't get one because y'all young little fast girls out here taking the men from us. And it's like the sick thing that happens over decades. It has to stop. It's re- It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start to make it stop. Yeah. I'm going to work on that. I, yeah, I don't have a solution. Um, because talking talking to those women is like, there's no there's no explaining this. There's You can't. I straight up said to one woman, I said, listen, if you want to listen to a child molester's music, cool that's on you for me i'm choosing not to listen to his music because i just don't feel good about that because i love myself and guess what i love you even though i don't know you as another woman another black woman i love you enough not to listen to his music for you too how about that or your daughters or your daughter's daughters right because i don't you know they're just like what's the big deal why now the man's been playing his music all this time blah 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 why do y'all want to tear down his legacy of singing about sex why do y'all want to you know trash him and his family name why do y'all want to and it's like okay no um no. <laughs> Why you guys say it like that? Legacy of singing about sex. Because like he has no fucking legacy. His legacy is singing about sex. I'm gonna tarnish his identity of being a sex addict. <laughs> what do you mean? Like it's absolutely ridiculous. And I understand. And a lot of what they were saying too was. Now that this has gotten attention of the of white people, now all y'all other black people want to jump on board. And it's like, no, we just weren't given a voice before now. We weren't given the opportunity to speak up before now. Okay, and, and I'm glad you said that because here's the thing. Given a voice. Nobody can give you a voice, okay? Like, we have voices. We can talk. We're doing it right now in our podcast. You can talk to your friends. You can talk to your neighbors. You can talk to the people at school. You can talk to your church members. Like, we cre- we have to create our own voices. That's you know? very true. That is very true. I agree with you. They, you know, and so basically they're just like, the white people... Done, done convinced y'all that this man is bad. This man been doing all of this stuff all this time. And yeah, but when the white people gave them Jesus, they go to church. They don't say the white people gave me Jesus, and so now I'm not going to listen to Jesus. I ain't reading the Bible. Where Jesus came from? The white people. Ooh. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I said it because it's true. Like, you can't have it one way and ignore all of the other stuff that can come from the white people that y'all want. Y'all want to go to the white people's schools. Y'all want to go to the white people colleges. Y'all want to shop at the white people's stores. Y'all want to have hair like the white people. Yes. You sewing white people hair into your head. Them people ain't white. They look like white people hair. But they ain't white. Okay, but still. 
<laughs> I know it. You go to the white man church. You stand up there with the white priest. But you mad about R. Kelly. That was just like six things right there. Y'all could be mad at his day. Seriously, but but really, it's sort of like how people cheered when O.J. Simpson got off. It's like you knew he killed them people. You know, like we know he's wrong. But we not just that so- them not even much shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so we want so badly to win when so many black people have been given so much injustice and it's like that's not how we win we don't win by giving black people passes to do bad things say that again i can't we don't (laughs) win by giving black people passes to do bad things right so like especially not to other black people especially not to children right like especially not to children like the the concept of not snitching does not apply to people who are abusing children. The concept of not snitching does not apply if you telling the truth. I would put some people would beg to differ with that. I'm so when I say not snitching, I'm saying like to go to the cops and report, you know this person is selling drugs, you know this person is doing this illegal activity, blah blah blah. Or if a cops come to you and ask you if something happens that you you're not supposed to tell the truth, right? In in those instances. People apply that same thing to the, the sexual, to abuse. sexual abuse or abuse of any kind, and it's like domestic violence. Yeah, and and it's um, it's very unfortunate that we don't protect children and women who are fragile because we don't want to see another black man put in jail. Yeah. However, if they hurt a woman or a child there's no better place for them mm-hmm. i agree i agree i mean unless we're gonna start talking about swamps and bayous Jeez, you are really you're Feisty really giving today. the people <laughs> <laughs> you're like serving this up to the people today she does not hold that back <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I think this is interesting because so many people have told me that the, that you're like the playful one, but today, baby, no, 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 that's true. They go see. They go see. Um. So yeah. Um. I'm. I want to add one more thing. Okay. I really was laughing about the fact that people say old men give you worms. Yeah. <gasps> but I think that the, that the concept of like older men give you worms was. Maybe twofold. Like, something that women said to young girls to, like, keep keep them away from older they men uh-huh. who, like, you know, were creepy. Like, he gonna try you, but don't fall for it because he is gross. Don't give you worms. And then on the other hand, it was, like, don't mess with my man because if you do, you're gonna get worms. Oh, wow. It's gross. I, but I kind of want to explore that a little bit. You want worms? No, I want to explore the history behind old men give you worms. I'm writing that down. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you're going to find much information about that. (laughs) If I wrote a book about titled Old Men Give You Worms, do you think anybody would buy it? I think people would be like, what in the actual (laughs) fuck? That could just go in the collection of my what in the actual fuck books yeah. <laughs> that I'm going to write. <laughs> She'll never go public. Okay, so it really seems bad to go from that to like talking about dating, but we've got to move out of this cesspool. We need a we need an in between subject, and we don't have one. Okay, just y'all, just. put your hands over your face erase your brains we're moving on to our happy subject y'all we're thinking happy thoughts and we're gonna talk about (laughs) love and dating i wish i had video of this no (laughs) the hand motions that go with that okay so i saw um a meme is it a meme yeah I thought memes were funny. No, it's just words, pictures, short, succinct picture phrases. <laughs> anyway, I saw an Instagram post on XO Nicole that said um, first date requirements of 
a was man. Advice. Yeah, it's like th- this is what you should require of a man from a first date. And the things that were listed were um, chivalry, direct answers to questions. The man will cover the check, and um, there should be no physical interaction, and there should be a twenty-four hour response after the date. <laughs> There's a time. What happens if it's twenty-four hours and two minutes? I'm not sure. So, <laughs> so, what do you think about about that advice, Renee? I think that that is great advice for my grandma, but she did. So, <laughs> um, I'm. Knowing um, Big Joe, I don't think Halloween um, required any of these things. <laughs> Knowing Big Joe and Halloween, I don't think that point four no physical interaction. I don't think that she made it like past the first ten minutes of the date. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, yes, our grandmother's name was Halloween. Okay, but that's besides the point. So. I think that this is really interesting because it's like this little checklist of like, did he open the door? Did he answer your questions directly? Which is like, do you like have it's a, a like list? Like it's an inquisition. Yeah. Um, uh, let me put on the lie detector pads and I have some questions for you. Like, did you, did you make a list of questions that you were going to ask? Yeah. <gasps> Google. People do that? Yeah. Oh, oh my. Haven't God. you seen that meme that said like, um, the only thing that only question I have for you on your first date was, did you deal with all of your past traumas? <laughs> Something like that. I'm stupid. But that's not that. That's not. That's not the same thing. It's like I, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand the concept of of asking questions. I think no, it's direct. They said direct answers to questions. But what 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 kind of questions are you asking? Do you have kids? Why? What you mean? Why? I don't ask questions like that. Okay. Well, some people are. They have in their mind a checklist, and they say, "I don't want to date a man with kids." And so, if I say, "Do you have kids?" and he say. Well, I mean, you know, they had this girl. I mean, she pregnant. I mean, we didn't get the DNA. I said, do you have children? Well, I mean, you mean kids or kid, one child, two child. All right, all right, right. <laughs> that is direct. Okay, I get it. I get your, I get your um, explanation. Your, but what I'm saying is my idea of a first date is not an interview. It's not a... I ask you a question, then you ask me a question. If I go on a first date like that, I I probably will kill myself. <laughs> I just I, I can't I, I can't wrap my mind around that. So yeah, so I don't know about that. I, I, that's not my idea. My idea of a first date is very organic. Like it's a conversation between two people. It's a sharing of a meal. It might not even be a sharing of a meal. It might be you just came to my house and we had a glass of wine. It might be we just went to I don't know Pinkberry. Like I I don't have this like idea of like on a first date we got to do like okay. What about the man paying part? If we go somewhere that requires to be paid for, then yes. But I don't... So, that's why I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about this checklist because in my mind, a first date doesn't have to be like, we're going to go to dinner. We're going to... You know what I mean? Like, all of these things. So, um... What do they mean, no physical interaction? That means don't touch each other. Like, okay. So, like, say somebody... No kissing, no having sex. That's all no, it means? No, no. That's just the big points. It oh. says no physical interaction. That means you don't touch each other. Like, like say you, you can't touch somebody on the arm. I guess I said, bitch, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so these sirens, the like, I hope the sirens are not on our podcast. I hope they are because that is so New Orleans. Y'all hear it? Oh my God, it's so loud. Yeah. We're not in the closet today, so that's why. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so I think that I need to, I need, like, I'm not trying to get booty or anything on a first date, okay? But I need some, I need to touch an elbow or for someone to touch me so that I can feel the energy of the other person. Because sometimes everything looks great, but then when they touch you, you'd be like, ooh. This is gonna, 
the people are going to be so shocked that I'm saying this. I don't need to get booty on the first date. It's not like, I'm not like, I'm going to just test out the waters on the first date, but I'm not against it. You want to get booty on the first date? I don't. I'm (laughs) indifferent about it. And I, I choose by how I'm feeling in the moment because to me, it's an organic exchange of an interact interaction between two people so like if i felt like it i would i wouldn't be like no this is our first date so we cannot have sex oh girl she about to have all the dates all right listen <laughs> and i want to say another thing. i'm not allowed to get booty on the first date <laughs> <laughs> moving on um and and honestly the, the next part about the like a 24 hour response after a res- like so then after- a response to what so after the date i guess the person is supposed to then the the guy a summary of the how- guy is supposed to follow up and say i enjoyed our first date i'm still around i have not ghosted you yes indeed but you know what i um i might not I'm even cool with getting ghost what go on i <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like that. I think people have lives. If you're just meeting a person, you've just gone on a first date, you don't owe that person anything yet. Yes, you do. What do you owe them? 24 hours. <laughs> you don't owe that person nothing. A 24 hour response. You don't owe them Listen, nothing. So you talked about the whole people going to be surprised about you getting booty. This is This is where I am. I think all checklists are dumb. Yeah. Okay. I agree. And I think that that's part of the problem for both men and women mm-hmm. is that we go into situations with ideas and expectations and lists of things we want to check off. And because of that, we miss out on some really cool exchanges and experiences and possibly love. Yeah. Because if you sit down at a table and ask me more than three questions, I'm going to get really awkward because I can't stand when people ask me questions. That's the first thing, and um, and if you don't ask me questions, you I might not never talk, cause I'm not offering up hardly no information. <laughs> yeah, but but it doesn't even have to be offering information. Like that, you sit down at, the, at a table, cause this let's just say that that's where the scene is, right? And then, like, somebody says, "So, like, what'd you do today?" And that conversation leads to another, to another, to another, to another. It doesn't have to be, okay, so now I'm going to tell you about my life. Okay, now you're going to tell me about your life. Now I'm going to tell you about all my failed relationships. Your turn. Now we going to, like, ugh. That's why I hate dating. That's why you ain't got no dates. But you about to get something out with this. Uh, (laughs) No, no, uh, yo, no rules. I definitely (laughs) did not think like a man, act like a lady. This is what I want from a date. I want to have fun. I want the other person to show an effort in getting yeah. to know me mm-hmm. and preparing for the date, right? Because my time is valuable. So I'm not just giving it to anybody. So if we're spending time together, I want to know that it meant something to you. Mm-hmm. And you got to look and smell good. Don't come to my date all musty and stuff. That's all. Oh, my God. <laughs> so basically, I said all that except the. I mean, I do agree you should look and smell good. <laughs> Basically, that was my list, except, I, you know, one thing that I also said was to just be honest about what your intent is. So, like, just because you're on a date with somebody, that does not mean that that date is going to lead to you guys walking down the aisle, right? So And there, it doesn't mean that it won't. Right. So, there are people who, you know, you will encounter in dating that maybe you don't, you guys are not don't end up having a relationship but you can have something else so i don't believe to just like oh this doesn't this is not gonna be romantic i'm just gonna like eliminate you from my life or whatever but you know what most women do that i know um so really what i want from a first date is for you to say you know right now where i am i mean you don't have to say this but i would i would like to figure this out be able to figure this out from our conversation like what your idea of what this is that you know like what is gonna so like I but not really necessarily that you should say it I just don't want you to lie to me about it you know what's funny is that when I have had these these past few years that I've been sing, single when I've had first second dates with people and they say to me like 
you know, I just want you to know that I'm, you know, I'm about my business. I'm a really serious man. You know, like, I, I don't waste no time. When I find a woman I want, I want to lock her down. And they really think they're selling me, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't. That doesn't sell me. That, that, because that, I feel like that's that's not really genuine anyways. I, it's, not only is it not genuine, it's not what I want. And they assume that all women want yeah, that's true. But also, I think that, um, you know, you know, people are saying like, I'm right now I'm dating to see to see if I can find my wife. And for me, that is a little problematic because I, I don't know if you're if you're looking for a checklist or if you're looking for a connection. And sometimes people are looking for the checklist. And if that's where you are, then don't call me. Right. Um, but anyway, I just, so that was my take on it. I think dating is so annoying and stupid. And Is um, that why you're single? Um, I don't know why I'm single. To the big question of the day, Korea, why are you single? Um, I think I'm single because I'm hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, people are like, mm um you're a tough cookie i can't really make sense of you and so and it's not that i'm a tough cookie it's just that like i i'm just not that uh i don't know what is the word regular you're different yeah um and my life is super complicated and busy um so i think all of those things is just like whoo child i ain't trying to um unwrap this it's like a LOL surprise doll, if y'all know what that is. <laughs> so a LOL surprise doll is a kid toy. My my daughter loves them. And they it's like these balls and then they're they're literally a sphere and it's wrapped in plastic and then you open it up, you don't know what's inside of it. So you buy it and you don't know what's in it. There's a doll, a toy, there's different trinkets and stuff. There's layers there. to it like an onion. Yeah. And you just like keep opening <laughs> to see like compartments, and then like open one layer and it's stickers, and you open something else and it's something else. Like that's me. So, but all of the surprises are they good? <laughs> yeah, I think they are good. You know what? I'm biased, but I'm gonna agree. I think that you are like a LOL surprise. Mm-hmm. I think so too. But the problem is that you can't just buy me. Ooh, that is what the you problem. gotta do. So you can't just be like, okay, I'm gonna take you out on a, d- I'm gonna take this girl out on a date, and then I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and then she's gonna start to give me some things that I want, and um, I, I'm not. That's not how I am. I can't really start to unwrap myself unless I feel really safe and secure and connected to a person, mm-hmm. and so. You can't just convince me to start, like, telling you, letting you into who I am Mm -hmm. just because you've done these things. And so I think that that's why I'm single, because people get kind of frustrated with the process of dating me. Very interesting. What, do you have an answer for that? Why I'm single? Mm -hmm. I think that I'm single because, basically, I think that monogamy is dumb. And that relationships are overrated and that people think that they want one thing, but then when they get it, they um, are happy. And I'm about authentic interactions and relationships. And so I don't care about titles as much. And um, that in and of itself is very different from other women. So like you, it's confusing for people. Mm -hmm. Although, all that being said... I have what's important to me and in some ways I'm very traditional um, but I'm not traditional just for the sake of being traditional mm-hmm. so it's too much I don't know I don't think that I really I'm listen I'm probably not the I'm probably the person that guys meet and I'm they're checking off the list they're like oh my gosh she's so pretty she's so smart she's this she's that whatever and then they're like, she's great. She's perfect. And then <laughs> they get to know me. <laughs> you thought you had a crush on me, but nah, that won't change. Right. Well, that's interesting. That is interesting. I, I, 
think that people did I answer surprised. the question because you always say I never really answer the question I'm not sure that you did though okay let me try to be more clear I'm single because I'm not willing to to be coupled up um in a way that most people want to be coupled up got you so what you're saying is that um, you are single because your idea of relationships don't always align with someone else's. Most likely they don't align. That's interesting. That's I think it's even more interesting if people knew that you had been married before. Not only had, had I been married, but I was married for like, you know, over 10 years. Right. Yep. You know, and mostly it was good. Mm-hmm. My part. My part. Well, well. Well, well. I did a little research about that. I contacted some of my exes to ask them some questions about, like, what... (laughs) I talked to one of my exes today. That's funny. Why they thought I was single. And basically nobody thought it was my fault or I was crazy or anything. So, ha-ha. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Even your baby daddy? I didn't ask him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think? Don't you think? Considering that was your longest relationship, that like you should have like at least seen what he had to say. Um, I think that your research is flawed. I don't think so because I think that if there's anybody who is worse at answering questions than I am, it's probably him. You know what? <laughs> I think you're right. Um, but I can ask him and I can come back to you guys and he probably will listen to this and hear that I said this and will definitely not answer me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be another layer of why I'm single too. Why? Okay, so like um, we don't have a very traditional co-parenting relationship. In what sense? In the sense that like we just really put a lot of bullshit aside to parent. Uh-huh. And we've been through a lot to get to this point, worked really hard for it. And, and it might not always be this way, but I, I respect what it is for what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And so um, people might feel scared to enter a relationship with a woman who doesn't hate her child's father. Right. Because it's like the thing, like you want to make sure that he don't have room to get, come back in, I guess, or something. I don't know. Gosh, that is, you know, it's unfortunate. But hey, guys, if that, you know... If that's the criteria, then, you know, I might be a good candidate. <laughs> All right. Well, it was great talking to you guys today. Um, yesterday, I talked to so many people I did not want to talk to. So I'm happy to have had this time to talk with you, Renee. I'm going to get you on Instagram conversations. I don't know about that. Yep. Um, um, make sure you guys follow us on social media especially on Instagram. Korea's Instagram is at do happy stuff. And Renee's Instagram is at Nola Nene. N-A-E. N-A-E. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Bye y'all. Later. Hey guys, it's Renee and Korea and I wanted to remind you to check us out on Instagram at Go Cup Show or our individual Instagram pages. Korea's is at Do Happy Stuff and Renee's is Nola Nene. And also um, make sure to subscribe, subscribe y'all. Come on so that you can get notifications when these new podcasts come out so that you're not way behind unless you want to binge listen because I know how it be sometimes, but still subscribe. We would love that. Love to hear from y'all. Drop us some comments. Leave us a voicemail. Um, Make sure you rate us. Let us know how you're liking the show. This is so much fun. Ooh, and... If you want to be a guest on the show, please, please, please drop it in the comments. DM us. Let us know. We're looking for some fun New Orleans flavor to add in with us and um, share everything we got to see. Later.